recording. You have to say hello with me. Ready? Okay. One, two, three. Ha- hello. Oh, okay. One, two, three. Hello. 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 <laughs> 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 Let's not do that ever again. Okay. okay. Welcome to us recording in the car. Uh, it's a new podcast called Recording in the Car. Oh. Fuck, with a fucking seatbelt over my thing. Let me see. Let me make sure this works. Okay. It's like thinking you had, like, the greatest sex of your life, mm-hmm. and then finding out it was just a dream. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, like... <laughs> so, last... Yeah, last night... Or the, yeah. the reason why we were recording the car is because last night we took this nice trip to the beach together... We had some work to do, but then we were going to just record the first episode of our podcast in our Airbnb, just for fun. And we recorded two episodes, really. Mm-hmm. It would have been two episodes worth. And we wrap it up and we say, oh man, that was that was so great. That was so much fun. Yep. And then we go to listen to it, and it's silent. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm no tech, technological microphone wizard, but I thought if you have them plugged in, they just work, right? I would think. The yeah. test worked. One, one would think. We did a test. It sounded great. Then we recorded, and it was silent for over an hour. An hour, we're never going to get back. We read each other some emails that were some were really funny of uh, some of the worst days of other people's lives, and we told some of our own stories, and we laughed, and we laughed, and then it's gone forever now. So instead of being so discouraged that we just give up which is kind of how I felt last night for a moment yes I did feel that for a second yeah he's like fuck it I'm done yeah but (laughs) I woke up this morning with a new spark in my butthole (laughs) ready to give it another shot and it's so on brand if you think about it you know I mean fucking up is why we're doing this and it's just another story of fuck uppery and we will still share those emails I think we have to because they're really good and they're really funny we'll share those stories but now both of us have already heard them one of them we already heard twice (laughs) because we fucked it up twice (laughs) oh god so it'll be a little while maybe we'll read them to someone else uh to get that that new spark of like this is the first time I've heard that story but for now I feel really warmed up and ready ready to go whereas maybe you know maybe last night we would be a little more awkward now I just really don't give a fuck because I'm assuming this isn't working <laughs> I know I was thinking that I was like what if this is also that's fine working, that's fine yeah. then I only embarrass myself in front of you uh speaking as if I'm talking to more than just you Right. And I'm okay with embarrassing myself in front of you. I feel like I've probably done it before. I'll probably oh, do it again. No, I'm just kidding. 
Yeah, I don't think I have actually. No, you're, you're always like cool, calm, and cool. Why? I don't know. I don't, well, see, I think that I'm, I might be normal and I think that maybe just you maybe I just have bad luck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, genetics maybe I don't, I, I don't know well maybe I mean you did have some great stories last night uh, involving your genetics <laughs> yeah. and, and like I said I don't remember them anyway so you can probably just tell me them again at some point but my brain is uh, like delicate rice paper that someone has just shoved their thumb right through That's there's nothing just nothing stays in there so but that's okay. Okay. Because that's we'll have this as a recording. Hopefully that you can, um, if your memory is failing you, you can go back and exactly. review. That's why I wanted to do it anyway in the first place. Should we get donuts? Um, I personally would probably not because donuts do and will give me um, some complications. Okay. Let's not do that <laughs> on a long drive. Yeah. I don't want to smell your complications. But you can have a donut. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> I am gonna watch my donuts. Yeah, right I don't now. know. It's like they're for some reason like the richness of them just really does does me. Does I can under, I can understand that. Yeah. Uh, I have another story that I'm going to read you. You know, when I'm not driving in a car. Uh, yeah. That's the other reason why we're not going to read the emails right now. I'm driving. Um. But I have another one to read you that I feel like she is your uh, bowel soul sister. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> your long lost bowel mate. Yeah. That, um, and there's probably a lot of people like that, that, you know, you just eat stuff and it just does not agree with right. your guts. You, you definitely learn how to navigate the world. Um, always thinking about like your next toilet mm -hmm. or um, like if you have to go on or you know you choose to go on like a hike or something and maybe you ate a big breakfast or something that you think is just gonna keep you going like fuel but then it ends up <laughs> stopping you <laughs> every um, you know several yards for trying to find that a tree or a bush where do you think is the most inappropriate place that you've ever shat? I mean, definitely, definitely like the, the jacuzzi, but it, that was, that was like not deliberate. Like I didn't. No, I'm not saying deliberate. I'm yeah. just saying accidents. <laughs> yeah. That probably, probably that jacuzzi. Oh my God. Um, oh. Were there other people in it? Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. But I guess, I guess what I, when I was telling you about, um, having the explosive diarrhea into someone's um, frontal crotch area <laughs> during sleep. <laughs> uh, that, that was definitely probably the most inappropriate location. So were you, so were you spooning? Yeah, it was a spooning situation um, in a sleeping position and like somewhere through the night I must have sharted. How do you um, not wake up from that? I don't know, but wow. I did wake up in you know the morning and then felt some like wetness going on down below, 
and then thought maybe I had started my lady time, right. but I reached down and pulled my hand out expecting to see, um, red blood. Yeah. And that was not, it was, Brown. um, <laughs> it was, um <laughs> and very, very like a lot of it. So I guess it's not really, I don't know if that classifies as a shirt when there's like, um, so like a gallon much. of, <laughs> of shirts, but, um, <laughs> The, yeah, the other person involved in this story was still sleeping, and so I thought that I could just pull, like, the bedding out from under them while rolling them, being okay. careful to roll them off the bedding, which was a success, but um, I didn't account for the fact that I had also, like, the, this was, like, all over the place, so it was also on the the above blanket as well mm. and so yeah <clears throat> then I ran to the shower well first I ran to the lawn the to the washing machine and put you know the bedding in the washing machine and then uh from there I went to the shower but then by the time I got out of the shower the other participant of the story um was awake and realized what had happened and was actually very kind which was shocking because I was now. Well, who's going to be, like, mad at you? I well, mean, there's definitely it's not been, like you did it yeah, on purpose. There's been some people that would have had a different reaction in my life. I'd be um, mad like, if I, like, caught you, like, squatting on the bed, but just doing it in your sleep. I mean, come yeah. on. But that's just sad. Um, yeah, but shitting all over someone else's Oh, my God, yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> not cool. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I, I don't know how you managed to move him. Yeah, no, it's just awesome. A lot of there's a lot of like uh, comforters because it was on a futon mattress, mm. and so it was just like a gentle, yep. very careful pull roll, and roll, pull and roll, pull and roll. I'm still impressed. Yeah, thank you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't intend on talking about diarrhea so much. I know suddenly, right. but. I I don't know where it came from. But one thing that I did just realize is that uh, if this is, in fact, recording, we still haven't introduced ourselves at all. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> or the name of the podcast or anything. That's okay. Um, this is the worst day of my life. My name is Cherish. Yes. Oh, and I'm Megan. And uh, we're just going to talk about terrible things that have happened to us and other people. Um, and you're welcome to write them into us if you want. I don't have my notes in front of me because I'm driving a fucking car right now. But uh, I know the email address is theworstdaypodcast at gmail.com. If you have any um, terrible days of your own life that you would like to share with us. And however many... Uh, couple of people might listen to it we'll see okay that's all for my intro okay done with that part okay episode one I guess I'm just gonna blow my story load (laughs) (laughs) and tell you about the actual I'm pretty sure actual worst day of my life okay uh I was probably 19 years old, living in Seattle, 
and my roommate and I decided we wanted to do some mushrooms. I had had a great mushroom experience, like probably a few months earlier than that. So I was, I was super stoked and ready to go. And we were going, the whole plan was we were going to take a bunch of mushrooms at our apartment, get on a bus to um, Discovery Park, and then we were just going to wander around Discovery Park. It's a huge, huge, huge place all day and trip out and have a blast. Sounds, sounds fun. So we eat all of our mushrooms. We go down, we're sitting, waiting for the bus to come. Um, so I, you know, I asked my my roommate, I was like, how long is it going to take for them to kick in? He's like, um, I don't really know. It's like, it's always kind of different, you know, usually like half an hour, maybe like an hour, you know, it's just like, okay, cool. I was like, well, I mean, hopefully we get there before then, right? So the bus shows up, I get on, I'm still, you know, feeling very sober and normal and fine. I, uh, partway through the bus trip, I start feeling, you know, a little bit high and, but good. I've like got, I've got Radiohead playing in my headphones. I'm looking out the window. There's fucking teddy bears in the clouds, you know, just like loving it. It's like, this is great. Yeah. Um, then suddenly I just start getting nauseous and it was intense. And I thought, fuck where like I'm gonna puke I'm on a city bus and this is a full city bus with a bunch of people in it and we are nowhere near our destination in fact where we are is um in Fremont which is like this really cute neighborhood north of Seattle it's part of Seattle it's a Seattle neighborhood but it uh they were having the Fremont Sunday market which is like a big busy outdoor you know thing, public thing. Yeah. And I had no choice. I threw up all over myself, my, on my chest, not like, not like on my legs or feet or anything, right? On my chest and all over my crotch area and then onto the seat below me. So I pull, I pull the thing Uh and have to get off the bus and I'm start I start tripping real hard right then where I people's faces are like changing and I'm walking off of the bus trying to get out of there freaking out I'm covered in vomit and I felt like everyone was staring of course they probably were staring at me but they were like real creepy staring at me you know because once mushrooms start to turn dark you're like you're really fucked. Like it gets dark. So my roommate follows me off the bus. I'm humiliated because I just left a bunch of vomit on a city bus that other people are getting on right now, you know, and people are going to try to sit in that seat. Oh, Ugh, terrible. Oh my God. And it was clam chowder. Oh, oh, oh gosh. Oh gosh. I can't believe you were just now mentioning that. Oh God. <laughs> so much clam chowder. Oh, wow. Why would you eat clam chowder and then take a bunch of mushrooms? Don't. Uh, Just don't. Yeah, it is not. No, it was not a good idea. So, I 
get off of the bus hoping to have this like relief of like this feeling of freedom and it's just crap there's just crowds everywhere which that, that is the last thing you want to see when you're on mushrooms you want to be alone just you and your other friend that's on mushrooms or someone that's babysitting you like you don't want to see anyone else and yeah so I'm just like I'm I'm in this crowd freaking out and I'm like I have to go to a bathroom I have to clean myself off right I'm covered in vomit so I go into, it was like a Chipotle or something. I go into the bathroom and I look at myself in the mirror, which is also a mushrooms no-no. <laughs> and I've got vomit on my face and it's like dripping off of my face. So I look like a fucking like monster whose face is like melting off. And I'm like trying to like wipe the vomit off. And as I'm doing it, I feel like I'm like wiping my skin off and shit. Like it's just really, it got really bad. Um, and I'm trying to like tell myself like it's uh, uh, stop looking in the mirror, but like you gotta clean yourself up. Stop, you know, just yeah. like freaking out. I get myself. I don't even know what I did to get myself like cleaned up. Who fucking knows? But anyway, I go back out and meet my friend, and I'm like, I this is I'm scared. I need to. We need to get out of here. You know, freaking out. So he takes me uh, behind some buildings to this other very like still public spot where there's like a, a lagoon almost where like um, boats can go through and like go under the bridge and um, there's but there's like a jogging path too right behind us and you know Seattle everybody's like fucking jogging and walking and stuff yeah yeah there's still all these people and I'm like sitting there he's having a great time by the way he's like I was wondering. Ooh, yeah, he's beautiful he's like I'm sitting there. I'm still puking. I into the water at this oh, point. Jeez. We're like sitting on this um, stone, like cement stone wall. Yeah. And I've got like my legs dangling over it, and I'm just like puking into the water. And I remember puking, and then looking down at the stone wall and seeing it like morph into this just like disgusting, scary, like monster face thing. And I was just like, "Fuck, this sucks." Yeah. yeah. And then, so I start talking to him in the way that I'm like, I'm, this is my life now. I can feel my organs shutting down. I'm fucking dying. You need to call my parents. Like I, um, and he's like, it's cool, man. Just like here, smoke some weed. You'll feel better. Like, (laughs) and I was like, no, don't you understand? I'm tripping too hard right now. I don't need more things in my body. I'm dying. Like you're taking, you're not taking my dying seriously. Um, so he's like, basically I'm bumming him out. Right. He's having a great time. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful day. It's sunny. It's great. He's like, I'm going to call somebody to pick you up. And I'm like, great. Have somebody come get me, bring me home. I will go insane by myself in my room, I guess, you know? Yeah. Like, nothing sounded... Yeah, nothing sounded good at that point. Like, nothing sounded like it was going to fix my problems because I was dying. Right. So, uh... (laughs) He tells me he called somebody to come pick me up and they're on their way or whatever. And I'm, you know, just sitting there staring at the water like, ooh. So after I puked enough... I started feeling kind of okay. Like, by the time somebody came to pick me up, I was looking around, and I was like, oh, it's actually, like, really pretty out here, you know? And, like, this could be nice. 
Yeah. But then the person that shows up to pick me up is my ex-boyfriend that had just broken up with me like a few days before that. Oh my god. I'm covered in vomit. I'm tripping out. I'm like, I've been like sweating and like, you know, pull, you know, my hair's all disgusting. Like, I was like, that's the last person that <laughs> yeah. is, I mean, anyone else, a complete stranger, any, any other enemy <laughs> would be fine. <laughs> yeah. I would so much rather walk home than have you send that person to come get me right oh my god what a fucking nightmare so then he brought me home and we lived in an apartment building that had a bunch of our a bunch of our friends lived in the same building yeah he went into a friend's apartment and shut the door in my face and left me out in the hallway oh, <laughs> and nice. I didn't have my keys or anything to my apartment my roommate was gone oh still having a grand old time being on mushrooms by himself and so I just sat in the hallway of the apartment building and um, slowly came off of mushrooms until someone else came home and helped me get into my house but so the worst part of that uh-huh. like it was there wasn't anything that could it doesn't sound like it could worse <laughs> The thing that made it worse is that I developed a severe anxiety years after that. It was so weird. It just came up from from nowhere suddenly, years later, where I get get nauseous. Mm. And if I'm in any kind of situation where I can't escape easily, if I'm on an airplane, if I'm in a dentist chair, if I'm it's so much better now. Like I can, I can handle a lot better now, but when it first came up, I couldn't ride in a car if someone else was driving because I wasn't in control and I couldn't stop and pull over and like throw up if I needed to. Right. So it freaked me out and I would get super nauseous and feel like I was going to throw up. So everywhere I went, especially on a bus, I could not ride on a bus. As soon as I would step on a bus, I would get so sick to my stomach. Yeah. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm gonna throw up on myself again. So I got this crazy anxiety where I always felt like I was going to throw up on myself. I never did again, but it just was constant. I was so constantly in fear of that. And I was always like bringing extra clothes places and like, bring, you know, just like, so wow. it, uh, I've finally gotten like past it now that it's been, you know, a good, what, 16 years since that happened. Yeah. But it took me a long time to get over that anxiety that it caused. It was like PTSD right. of humiliation how are you now with clam chowder um I don't mind clam chowder um I think that one was you know there's like two different kinds of clam chowder there's like New England the like white creamy one and then there's the other one a Manhattan yeah it was the other one yeah and I don't eat that kind anymore but I uh I like the uh the New England it's still tolerable (laughs) and doesn't give me flashbacks the first time I did mushrooms it was perfect it was beautiful it was only me and my friends only people we saw all night it was beautiful and safe and comfortable and you know just a fun fun time but still don't do drugs right no (laughs) because you never know when you're gonna have one of those bad ones and those bad ones can really fuck your brain up hard yeah. So scary. Yeah. It's 
so that's the worst day of my life. <laughs> that, um, that just sounds, yeah, terrible. So I guess, I, I guess I've been, I've been lucky in the, not, not necessarily with like things, um, <laughs> like acid, but oh. with, like the, with mushrooms, uh, knock on wood, um, has not had a, had like a terrifying other than trying to go see like a punk rock show at like La Foyer on mushrooms, um, that was that was not a good idea. It's like yeah. everything is so magnified, like sound and sight, and then you know a small small place. So it was like the minute they started um, belting out sound, it was like like I thought my head oh. was gonna like explode off yeah. of my body. But but yeah, no, that sounds really. Um, like definitely like a nightmare. Yeah, um, I I wouldn't I wouldn't want that to happen to anybody. No one should have to be real close to anyone else's vomit unless it's your own child. <laughs> yeah, like my, my I guess my first experience with mushrooms was when it was me and a group of people went for like a ladies. Uh, camping camping trip out at the ocean and I guess that like that was my first experience with mushrooms and luckily I had somebody that knew like what to do or how much would probably be a good starting point yeah um which you know I think that's key like yes not taking too much yeah the don't beginning. not that I'm recommending it. drug use or anything like that but no. if you're going if, if one chose to do that in their life that it's better to start small take, take it slow yeah and work work your way up but um it can take a while but yeah it was just like the part that was was got kind of ridiculous was there was these um at first it was like very peaceful like seeing angelic beings in the sky and then um these guys kind of like bro type dudes mm-hmm. and like a mustang came along and not like a cool Mustang but like a kind of cheesy newer shitty one and were like decided to do a bunch of crazy donuts in front of us like I think so they're fucking cool yeah I think they were trying to like impress us by doing these donuts but um so hot one yeah one of one of the the ladies that was there was getting really pissed off and was like screaming like fuck you fuck you which of course was just egging them on to <laughs> do more and get closer mm-hmm. and that was that was kind of terrifying because like you could feel the sand like blasting into your face and then we decided to drive on the beach and it just felt like we were like driving into the ocean and then at the end we was the person driving also on mushrooms um yeah there's <gasps> mushrooms driving oh on God. the beach um, and then we get to a point where we park and it was in front of like a huge hotel uh-huh. with windows facing the ocean, you know, kind of those like big, big living room windows. And we stop and we're like all start realizing that we can see these two people like boning against like the guy had, I don't know if there was like a table or what, but the woman's like butt cheeks were like pressed <laughs> up against the nice. glass. And it was just like pounding, oh like God. a lot of pounding going on. And so we decided to stand down below and we were like, yeah, like, <laughs> like, like give it to her. Like, 
and um, <laughs> and then they realized that we were down below and like quickly like we were closing the, the uh. curtains. But I guess probably the worst the worst drug trip would have been well, there was a few, <laughs> but it was basically involving you know LSD and deciding that it was a good idea to go do that and watch Fourth of July fireworks. It seems like it would be a good idea. Yeah, it it does, but um well nope. I also didn't realize that my daughter was gonna be like camping at the same location and mm. also um just right there and wanting to hang out. Um, oh. but by that point it was too late and I was like already very deep into the acid trip. So I was just trying to play it cool but um was like oh no, not successful and ended up peeing immediately that's my go-to is anytime I seem to have taken acid in my life I always pee my pants really yeah so I peed all over the entrance of the the tent that I was sharing with two other people and all over our bedding um like right off the bat and then sounds like a lot of pee it was it was I don't know why I have to always have like an extremely full bladder when that happens and then uh, I proceeded to like when the fireworks were going off. I thought it was like World War Three uh, or like oh. explosions, and there like everything looked like tanks. And so I suddenly thought I was like, well, I thought in my mind I had gone back in time, mm-hmm. and um, I was like witnessing like a like a Pearl Harbor or something. Right. Um, and when they blast the fireworks off on the beach, like. A lot of them are really close to you so you can still kind of like feel the warmth mm-hmm. and it was like I was like hallucinating like like bodies being carried oh my god <laughs> like, was, like freaking out but um yeah I always somehow see like or think I'm seeing dead people and that was also the time that my friend who was is probably like four foot eight goes this is like early in the wee morning hours, um, goes and standing out looking at the ocean. And that was the last time I saw her. And then, um, she just disappears. And in my mind, I think that the ocean has like swept her away. Mm -hmm. So, and this is like, we're talking like four in the morning or something. So I start like screaming bloody murder, um, calling out her name. And I proceed to just wander around the beach uh, through the dunes, everywhere, screaming, and we, we'd already kind of, like, I think pissed some of the locals off, um, so there's people screaming at me, um, like, fuck you, mm-hmm. like, shut, like, shut up, and so definitely made a lot of enemies that, that morning, and then proceeded to continue to look for her for hours, uh, only to find out that she had decided to walk to the grocery store to buy a bottle of wine. And had to wait till they opened at like, I don't know, like six in the morning or something. And then um, came back with a huge smile on her face, um, carrying like a couple bags of um, wine. And she was doing great, had a fabulous morning. But um, <laughs> oh me God. and the other friend had been like, like about, uh, like, I think we were even at the point where we were going to call her husband. Yeah. Like family, like, you know, she's missing. Call, I mean, yeah. I think probably a, a, a normal person right. in the right state of mind would have already played on the mm-hmm. things. I would have. Um, but when you're, you know, on, on acid, you're always afraid to make things worse by calling authorities. So, yeah, that's... Um, 
yeah, that's that's another reason why it's just not not a great idea to do um, do the drugs in like a uh, a setting that could potentially cause for um, major props. Yeah. Um, so the first time I did acid. Don't do drugs, guys. Yeah, don't do, don't do it. The first time I did acid, I decide I just decided on a whim. Like I dropped my child off at school and was like, I'm gonna do acid today. Oh god. And just took it. And yeah. went went home uh well I went home and took it and then just told Patrick, I took I just took acid, like you have to take care of me today. <laughs> What an asshole. Like, that's something that you should definitely plan out. It's not just like, you know, I think I'm going to do acid. I'm just going to try it. I'm going to give it a shot today. Yeah. I did that to him. Of course, he's like the sweetest person in the world. So he's like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll take care of you all day. That's fine. Um, but we're completely out of dog food. Totally, completely out. So we have to go get some dog food oh, first. No. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want you to leave me. And he's like, well, you'll have to come with me then. So oh, I was like, all right, you know, it's fine. I feel fine right now anyway. And, you know, no biggie. So we have to go to Walmart, of course. Because oh, that's yeah. <laughs> where the dog food is. And I... So I wasn't tripping at all when we left uh, the campground where we lived. By the time we got to Safeway, where he stopped to get gas for some reason, and then went to O'Reilly's to stop and get his little his little old man uh, fuel injector cleaner bottles or whatever that he puts in every other time he fills his tank or whatever. Right. By the time all of that's done, I'm I start tripping out right a little bit. I can feel it coming on. And so then, by the time he get, we get into Walmart, I'm fully, you know, going. And you know how he is, where he, like, he was, like, <laughs> he would, like, walk into an aisle with me and then, like, sneak around a corner really fast so that he would be gone. And yeah. I would be looking around, like, fuck, oh, fuck, where did he go? And then he would just show up again and be, like, oh, you know, right, like, right. Uh, it's not funny. <laughs> and then, oh, gosh. Okay. It's like stressing me out and I'm not, I like, I can't even handle Walmart sober. So then I had to go to the bathroom. I go in the bathroom and I'm peeing and some woman is just blasting that plate, just destroying it. Just like the loudest, wettest spraying is shits I've ever heard in my life. And she's like, it sounds like she's in pain. So in my acid brain, I'm like, Oh fuck. Is that woman dying? What's happening? I'm trying to just like, and then I'm like, okay, just leave her, just leave her alone. Just leave her alone. Don't break. Come on. More diarrhea. Sorry. So, uh, then I get out of the bathroom. I find Patrick. I'm like starting to really kind of freak out. I'm like, I need to get out of here. Okay. I hate, I hate Walmart anyway. Like you said, like that place just, it gives me anxiety. I just want, there's too many people in there. I want to leave. And he's like, okay, I got the dog food and we can leave. And we start like walking towards the front of the store with the dog food. And, um, I'm like, okay, so if I just like stay with him and just stay really calm, you know, I had learned from that mushroom trip that once you start letting yourself freak out, you're just going to keep freaking out. And I didn't want to have that kind of day. Yeah. It was like, 
I'm just going to stay really calm. This is fun. You know, Patrick's great. It's good. We're just going to leave. I'm going to go home, back to my home in the forest and just play in the woods. And we get like surround what felt like surrounded in my brain by people just um, shouting. Mm. And I couldn't understand what they were saying. And it was just like, um, it really freaked me out a lot. And in reality, there was um, a large group of mentally disabled adults who had been taken, you know, as like a trip. They, They like go to do their shopping every week or whatever but a lot of a lot of a few of them were were yelling yeah loudly and it really scared me a lot oh, no. I was like what's, what's going what's happening Patrick's like you could just calm down it's fine it's fine it's oh like trying God. to keep me from like embarrassing anyone else you know because I'm just like Oh my god! Yeah. Freaking out! Oh right. my god! So terrible! Like, what are the chances of that? <sighs> we went back to my trailer and we're hanging out in there, and I started freaking out again. And he just kind of like grabbed my face and was just like, he like wrapped me in a blanket, and he was like, he was like, okay, just I want you to just listen to my voice. And he was like, just take a nice deep breath. And he was like, just imagine yourself sitting in a field, you know? And he's just like, uh-huh. the wind the wind is blowing and you can feel the sun on your back, you know? And just like totally fucking pulled me right out of it and just relaxed me so much. And I was just like, oh, yes. I'm so glad you're fucking babysitting me too. Yeah. I'm such an idiot. I can't believe I did that. I'm just like, oh, I'm, yep, I'm going to do acid today. Cool. Let's do it. Babysit me. Yeah. That, I, I can't even, I can't even wrap my brain around that. Um, like, just decision, sudden decision to do that on just like a random day. I know. And, and then I knew again, better. Walmart. I think I was just ready. Like, it had been so, you know, I did mush- that bad mushroom trip when I was 19. Yeah. And I hadn't done anything since then. And this was, I was 30, you know, 33 or something like that. 34. Right. So I was just like, you know, today's the day. Yeah. <gasps> Gosh. Fuck. Yeah, don't go to Walmart on acid. No. Just stay home. Well, I always think, like, somebody's always like, this is really, you know, pure... Um, like, you know, really quality, like you're not gonna, you know, you're not gonna have like a, like a freak out, um, kind of thing. They can't guarantee that. Yeah. They don't know what kind of fucked up things are in the back of your head that are gonna, yeah, crawl up. Yeah. It probably has nothing to do with the acid. It's like, um, what (laughs) the other thing you're working with, which is, yeah, some, some individual brain like don't not all not all braids are the same but so I feel like I know you have never I'm not uh promoting the use of drugs at all but the one thing that <laughs> the one benefit that I have gotten from doing acid that time um it really did make me kind of get into my subconscious a little bit and dig out things that I had really been like pushing down like once I got past all that all that 
bad stuff and started feeling really good, I started really thinking about weird things that I've never really thought about. Like my, I've always had this weird thing since I was a little kid about like not crying. Mm. And I think it's cause like I was a tomboy when I was a little kid. Anytime I was playing sports or anything where we were against the boys, like I had to win. I was very competitive, which I'm totally not anymore. It's so weird, but, um, I had to win. I had to beat the boys. I couldn't let boys beat me. You know, it's like a big thing. Yeah. And I think I went through this whole like thinking, crying totally subconsciously. Like I've never really like actively thought about it, but like crying being like a, a sign of weakness and like, um, I don't know when I, when I did acid that time, I like, it felt, I started just crying my eyes out and it wow. felt so good. And I just thought like, why don't I do this more often? Mm-hmm. You know? And then I kind of, kind of dug into it, but it was like, um, it just kind of made me realize like fucking crying's not weak. Crying feels great. And yeah. crying is like part of trying to be a normal human and like get your emotions out you know and like it's okay to feel things you're right yeah um where I've always just kind of been like oh no I'm uh not gonna feel that right now I'm good yeah it was probably probably like years of um like stuffed tears just all erupting yeah and it felt so good and then I was and then I started crying about really funny things where I was like I was like Patrick you know you know, the neighbors that lived next to me that, um, it was like a mom, a dad and the two twin boys. Yeah. Like they had moved away a few months before this. They had moved to California and I was like, I just, I miss them so much. (laughs) We didn't didn't spend like tons of time together. I do love them so much. I'm like, I did miss them, but I just like, I started really crying about how much I missed them. And it was like, uh, it was just funny. It's like not something that I would ever cry about. Um, yeah, it's a cathartic sort of release, I guess, that you needed to have. Yeah. It felt great. Yeah. Well, I do, I do like very much, um, believe in like the benefits of, you know, in a, like a, things like that, um, you know, like psilocybin mushroom or LSD or, you know, like some people, DMT, whatever, Mm -hmm. um, you know, like the benefits that, that I've, I guess, researched about in terms of how they can affect like the, usually micro dosing though, right? Not like tripping balls. No, no, like not tripping balls, like party, party action, but, um, actually treating it like a, like a medicine, um, probably how it was like intended to be (laughs) just like willy nilly, um, increasing it. Yeah, getting a getting a notion, but I I mean because I've definitely had those two where it's like just oh yeah like you know this would be a great enhancement to a, a night you know on the town or you know like an outing or something and then it's not always it's not always what you think it's like gonna end up no <laughs> where or camping yeah it's like it always seems like a good idea camping but no but you no. like don't factor in the the, there's like fire just, camping. There's, there's fire. There's like the natural possibility of like an animal yes. um, coming along. And even if it's just like a tiny animal, like a squirrel, just 
you know, like we were saying, like the magnification of sound. Yeah. Like suddenly you start hearing like scratching or claw, like, you know, tiny, tiny mouse. Yeah. That shit will make you freak out. (laughs) Yeah. So we have four minutes. Okay. So we should do a, some, we should close it some sort of way and then I'll just record again. We can just talk the whole way home. I don't care. So, um, hmm. Well, I, I hope that you enjoyed listening to some of our terrible stories about drugs and things. Drugs and squirrels, if I include that. Yeah, don't go to Walmart on acid. Maybe I'll call the first episode that. Yeah. Okay. Don't go to Walmart on acid. I think that's good advice for anybody. Yeah, or um, down anywhere in Seattle, really. Seattle is like the population is already just way too much for <laughs> yeah. stay out of Seattle stay out of Walmart yeah um thank you for listening if you uh did we would love it now I I got Megan to agree to do five episodes of this with me and then we'll see from there if she still wants to do it so if you can get on wherever you listen to this podcast and comment and like it and share it and make it you know go nuts to just show her that um, we should keep doing it. If you feel that way, that'd be great. Just do that. Uh, otherwise, you can find us on Instagram, the worst day of my life dot podcast. You can find us on the Facebook group. It's just the worst day of my life. You can, you'll figure it out. And then, uh, if you have any stories to send us, it's the worst day podcast at gmail.com. I hope all of that's right. If not, I'm sorry. But, um, thanks. Um, bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye.